0: The following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions.
1: Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, now sponsored by Akaicon, August 7th through 9th at the Cool Springs Convention Center in the Franklin Marriott Hotel. Go to Akaicon.com now for more information and how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now.
2: Welcome to the Toonami Faithful podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have.
0: Paul Skill, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com.
2: And. Samurai, Derail Maddox. And joining us after a long absence,
3: Duelist, your YouTube Toonami Music guru. When the f you become a guru? (laughs) No! Get me those tracks! Please, please be nice, Daryl.
0: Why? Because <laughs> I know how you get, so be nice. No, you know put down what? the booze, put down the booze, and be nice. Yeah, shut the f***
2: <laughs> up. <laughs> we, we all have to have a moment of silence for, uh well, actually, there's a serious moment of silence to be had. But first, the silly one, uh, Jen's microphone has... Gone to that great big recording booth in the sky. So uh, we don't know when we're going to be able to have her back on the show.
1: So
4: we should. I was going to say we should play
1: Taps. <laughs> no, I'm not singing anymore, people.
0: Yeah, we should play Taps.
1: Yeah. I'm not playing Taps. I did that last night.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. but Which on
2: part, a part entirely serious note and one not, not even tangently related to Toonami uh, the uh, president of Nintendo Satoru Iwata passed away and at the young young age of 55 so it was very surprising and, and tragic and uh, our hearts go out to the, his loved ones thank you Iwata-san for the joyous games.
3: Not necessarily completely unrelated account <coughs> reviewing Nintendo titles.
2: Yeah, it was the last time they did that.
3: hi Yeah, a- wow. I know they did it in the Tom Four era. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> didn't, yeah didn't they, exactly. uh, Tom Four and Two, maybe? Uh, the last Nintendo game that they reviewed was, um, Pikmin 3, as far as I recall. Uh, Though yeah, they do have some 3, promotional rather. deals with Nintendo, like, having the Fire Emblem promoted during Toonami. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they they did the Wii review back in Tom 4. So there's that, for sure. I mean, back in the GameCube days, they reviewed quite a few games.
3: I honestly think that has more of an issue to do with them being able to capture like Wii U and handheld stuff. Than so they else. say so they say
2: yeah it's kind of oh the best nintendo games come out on the 3ds well they can't really capture the 3ds so well for the purposes of their reviews so they they don't and i i don't think either of them even have a 3ds like jason has a ds so uh that tangent aside uh toonami had their pre-flight live from san diego comic-con and wouldn't you know it technical difficulties (laughs)
3: <laughs> no i think everyone called that probably happening
2: yeah, yeah. but th- I mean, this was even worse because apparently san diego is just terrible for this kind of thing
3: well that's that's yeah. kind of
0: embarrassing for san diego comic-con though like, yeah i
2: mean because san diego comic-con is huge it, it's like they they didn't i guess there was really no way to know that the way that we would communicate would change so much over time but still uh, San Diego's gotta invest in some fiber.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean th- this is just uh... I mean, they can go back and they can fix it, yeah. you know afterwards, but still, it's there was a lot of complaints. Mm-hmm. Like I-, I could tell you, I was watching pre-flight and the video was there, and then maybe about five minutes after I had video, the video would disappear, and I only had audio. And I'm like, yeah what just happened like i'm like and then i had to go back into the stream to get the video again and then it would do
3: it again i'm like i I don't understand what's going on here i i think the first couple repeats just did it exactly how it was broadcast the first time yeah yeah i I, where I, i think for a majority of people it cut off at the parasite title card yeah yeah. And it just kinda jumped back into when they were doing talking about voice actors. Mm-hmm. But, but you know it they'll sort progress always do technology. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if they're this even. This kind going of thing, to... I, I feel like we have to reflect that this kind of thing would have been just unthinkable like a oh, few for years sure. ago. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that we even get to see it all see it at all without being there is kinda, you know, nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, just being able to
2: hear it all without being there would be pretty phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Well, I kind of think, and I know they want to try to do the the live stream whenever they go to a con now, but I, I really do think that having it on YouTube, especially when you have a YouTube channel and you also have Adult Swim's YouTube channel, it's probably more beneficial for them just in case to put that up on there. And even if it's just for a week, because of legal reasons, just put it up there for a week, you know, and then just get rid of it. it it's it, to me, it's it, it just makes more sense that way, especially since it seems like no matter where which con they go to, they're having streaming problems. So
3: there may or may not be legal reasons they can't use YouTube. Who knows?
2: Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I mean, they right. They uh, continually they used clips from things they do not have right the right well, that's why to that's broadcast. why i
0: figure it's it's yeah. illegal for them to put it up at the moment but there again you know again if it's just for a week i can't see why it wouldn't be an issue now there again they may get copyright problems but yeah, paul you're not a lawyer <laughs> yeah i'm not a lawyer Assume Trust, nothing. but i do know YouTube. I you ask know, Zach
1: you know, Logan those
2: kind of questions, jackass.
0: I do know YouTube though. I can tell you that right now, and, and it's not a pretty platform, that's for sure.
2: Uh, so. yeah. And if they uh, if they had say used any clips from an Anaplex show, gone, <laughs> just mm-hmm. gone. Those bots well, will catch it for sure. I mean, it's it's you know it's let's let's not even get into it. Yeah. Uh. The thing is, they they want to do the the live stream so people can all experience at the same time. But it kind of seems like maybe they should just focus on recording it and getting it up as soon as possible, because the whole live streaming thing seems to be fairly wrought with peril.
0: (laughs) Right. And you could still put it up on your pre-flight channel. It's just going to be later. That's all.
3: Uh, you know, you're you not going to get it right if you don't experiment it with.
0: Right, you know, and, and I'm sure that the, they're trying. Well, I, I can guarantee you that probably Jason's frustrated with this, but, you know, huh? at the same time, you're right. They have to They have to try it and see what's going on, and hopefully they'll figure something out because, you know, a lot of people are not liking the fact that they can, can't see it when it first comes out. Yeah. You know.
2: Well, you know, patience. <laughs> Little bit of a patience.
0: Virtue. Um, you do realize we're talking about tsunami here. There is no patience in our tsunami faithful
3: universe. <laughs> so <laughs> I, it you seems. You know, I have, I have noticed that.
0: I, I, have noticed that.
2: If you watch Twitter when they're trying to do a live stream, it, it's kind of hilarious. People are yeah. just losing their minds. It's like, oh, the video came back. Oh, it's gone again. Oh, this is the worst. Yeah. This is the terrible time to to be alive.
1: I was just having to get something, man.
2: Yeah, seriously.
1: I mean, because I don't really get a chance to watch pre-flight live, you know, on Wednesdays and stuff. Mm. I'm at work, so I have to watch it later.
0: Right. Well, usually people get to see it within the the three days of it being up. So, I mean, it's there for a week, but I would say usually everybody's getting it within, like, it comes out Tuesday, so probably by, like, Friday, everybody's pretty much seen it that wants to see it. So
2: Yeah, kind of depends. I mean, sometimes I'm not actually going to see pre-flight until uh, Monday, <laughs> the next week. Hey, sometimes you know. I have to watch two on Tuesday so I don't miss one. <laughs> it happens. So, anyway, about that panel, uh, mm. it's uh, it a pretty good panel. Well, yes, continue. it was. Uh, I enjoyed it, it the was... game. Oh, I'm sorry. The bang game. <laughs> the bang game.
4: <laughs> bang. Scratch game. that from the record.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the other b-word. You know, say. I, I was kind of, I, I was kind of um, disappointed that they didn't have Sarah up on the stage. Well, Dana Swanson. Yeah, Dana like, was I think there, that...
2: but she wasn't on the you know it was kind of a small stage
0: yeah it it seemed a little weird that they didn't have like at least four people up there but i know i know for a fact that a couple of the crew weren't there most of them were still back in uh atlanta so
2: i think they just wanted to focus on steve interviewing probably yeah yeah probably so
0: which it really didn't seem like an interview it just seemed like a you know a fluent conversation throughout the whole thing. So. Well,
2: that's a good interview.
0: Good interview. No, that's that's a good thing. That is a good thing, and I, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that part. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I the only disappointing part that I had was I kind of thought that they might have had some kind of announcement other than Parasite,
3: but apparently I was well, wrong. to be fair, they probably planned on that being their big announcement, but Sentai probably un... Knowingly well, stole their thunder just a little bit. I
2: don't think it was oh. unknowingly. I think it was no. more along the case of it was like, all right, we're going to announce Parasite. And then Sentai was like, well, we got Anime Expo coming up and we want to do a big rollout for Parasite, so could we announce it first? And Toonami's like, "Yeah, sure show.
0: <laughs> yeah. And well, did they? Did they? Now ever we got nothing announce to announce. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean,. It- I think what really threw me off was – well, first of all, and I don't remember which pre-flight it was or if it was on one of their Twitters, but they had said something about having announcements at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, so that kind of threw me off. But also what what took it to another level was Funimation the day before announcing that uh, Toonami was going to have a sneak peek at uh, Resurrection F. So it's like – so, hmm – Sneak peek, does that mean a certain other movie may play? Maybe. Don't, don't care, Battle of Gods. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, hey, whatever. Sidetrack. I, I I, am kind of surprised that Battle of Gods has not made itself onto TV somewhere yet.
2: Well, I, I think that's a money and rights thing and uh, Toei. Right. And- toys probably holding that up a bit. Who knows? There there could be yeah. any number of reasons. I think it would have been probably unreasonable to expect it to be aired in less than a year from when it came out in theaters. Much right. less less than a year from when it came out on home video. Yeah, so, I,
3: mean, I honestly didn't yeah. expect it in like December yeah. or something. I mean we
2: we were all <laughs> high flying last December. It was like, yeah, we're gonna get Battle of Gods, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we didn't everybody get Battle of Gods, but we got Helsing nine and ten, so that's cool.
0: <laughs> and we we did get a DVC movie, so yeah, it did yep. This is not the D V Z movie world, you asked for. And and it was actually the one that did the most. Well, there's a shocker. <laughs> the it's Dragon things. Ball Z. Uh, I'm hoping... I know that they've said that they don't want to do movies, and we need to get off of this, because we need to get to... Uh, yeah,
2: so so far this or, year, they have not played movies when the opportunity has arisen, so right. it but there's really no quick, telling if they will play a movie, but if they do play a movie, yeah. Battle of Gods would probably yeah, I mean, be worth playing. I think <laughs> I mean, that I would, would be like a much to...
3: safer ratings bet than many other things they could acquire to like air once. Yeah. But... I mean, there again, I mean, if they're going to play only one movie, it should be Battle of
0: Gods, but if they can get multiple movies, they might as well just grab four Dragon Ball Z movies and just go with it, one a week, and try it in December again, because I can guarantee you, I know that the movies last year didn't do well, but I, I can't I, see I, There
2: were a lot play. of contributing factors to that besides yeah, the quality of the...
0: But yes. Exactly. At,
3: at least this year, I don't expect, and I don't think they expect to air a month of movies in December. Even no, oh,
0: no, I don't think they expect to. But if they were to do that, I think a month of DBZ movies is where they have to go with this right now. Um, <laughs> Some especially our are... so listeners out there are going.
2: No, shut up,
0: Paul. I
2: don't <laughs> give them ideas. I want the regular Dude, I mean, lineup.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is the perfect opportunity right now when DBZ's, uh, not DBZ, uh, Dragon Ball Super is out there and, and around to just start playing Dragon Ball stuff as much as possible, because guess what? It's a ratings winner. It's been proven. You might as well just do it. And it's not like it's playing, like, you know, taking up a premier dubs slot. It's taking up during the holidays, you know? So it's not, you know, I don't see a problem with that, but there again, we're, we're getting off topic. We need to get to the, the other parts of the podcast here.
2: Yeah, it was, a, it was a neat panel. Uh, I thought they had good choices for their voice actors. Though, <laughs> there certainly was a lot of IGPX love in those picks.
0: <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it was. Speaking of that, <laughs> Speaking of that uh, apparently uh, Chris Sabat wants to be an evil villain to Tom. Ooh. Ooh. Have you seen this on Twitter? I haven't seen that. Oh, I'm going to have to pull this up on my uh, Twitter feed here on Tsunami News. Free plug. If you haven't followed our Twitter, it's at Tsunami News. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well say that while I'm looking for it. Uh, So this is what Chris is. uh, Chris Sabat and uh, Jason were going back and forth because Jason, obviously, one of his choices was Chris. I believe it was number three.
4: Uh
0: And uh, (laughs) one of his responses was, also, whenever you're ready to introduce Tsunami Tom's arch enemy, Tom Leonard Five Thousand. Let me know. <laughs> <I> <laughs> and like Jason's response, I believe, was haha okay." <laughs> so think about it, Jason. Um, that you know that would be kind of funny, like to throw some comedy in there, because I think Chris Chris of that would be hilarious as like a villain towards Tom. But, I'm
2: wondering how they would do a villain towards Tom. Would he be Would he be like a laughable villain? Because that would be so great. To just have a yeah. bungling villain trying to stop Tom from broadcasting Toonami, I mean, it's it's you mean a, like, it's a uh, bit what's
3: Saturday morning from cartoon dandy or something.
0: Yes, yeah, I mean, I, yes, I, I don't see give it. Tom a doctor gel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's never it hasn't been done on Toonami before, really. So I mean, yeah,
2: all of the bad guys in the lore of Toonami have really serious threats, <laughs> so that would be a yeah, I
0: mean, interesting see, change we of pace.
3: Well, unless you count like the Joker infecting the Absolution that that. to well, Air was,
0: Batman, well, which is there was also that virus that infected the Absolution yeah. too.
2: Yeah, but all of those one, all of them minus the Joker infecting the Absolution have they usually played pretty straight. But yeah, that that's a whole nother topic.
3: Yeah. I'm sure we'll
2: have other opportunities to discuss such things in future podcasts. Wink but yeah cool panel i uh, i enjoyed what i could see of it uh i haven't gone back to watch the video yet i I'm, i imagine it's probably all up there now uh props to jason and gil for their cosplay like that lich costume man yes yeah. yes and gil man <laughs> you, you really you you worked the gara you were really working the uh the eyeliner oh yeah
3: I'm kind of sad he didn't have the big gourd, but what can you do? But did he he have a big gourd at one point? Gil didn't need the gourd. If he did, I'm not sure I saw a photo. Uh,
2: Who else thoroughly enjoyed when Gil did his Gara impression? I'm Gara. (laughs) I don't think Liam O'Brien would be proud of that one. (laughs) I
1: was weak, man.
2: (laughs) I was like... Okay, so you think Garra sounds kind of feminine. All right. <laughs> All I got
0: to say is, uh, is Tom Six. Tom Six. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was... The dramatic reveal was, of Tom Six. Good. He
2: looks very sexy. I mean, boxy. He
0: <laughs> looks right. very boxed in. <laughs> very, yeah, very
2: boxy, yeah. You know how it is when, you, when everybody else is cosplaying and you don't want to be left out. You find a box and you put a face on it. <laughs>
1: Uh, like I like to say, yeah, Steve rocked
2: that shit. Oh, of course he did. I, <laughs> I like how he put the master back on when he was kind of faded out of the conversation. <laughs> it's like, pay no attention to the actor in
0: the box. Did, um, real quick, did Steve actually have panels at San Diego Comic Con, or was he just there, just representing, like, Star Wars and Toonami kind of thing?
2: I don't think he had a panel.
3: I I think he was on the Star Wars panel because... Yeah, of, you know. probably oh. mostly that because I feel it like at SDCC it's probably a lot more show-based and whatnot. Yeah. Well, but I like,
2: mean... Cause they were, he, he even said that the big focus on Star Wars, of course, was the movies. Because so, apparently there's a Star Wars movie coming out, guys. Did you know? Did you know? I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Why does nobody ever tell me these things? No,
2: I'm always... I you don't need to know? friggin' note. Hey, Darrell. By the way, it was a black guy in that up. Star Wars movie. I know. I know. About time.
3: Yeah. Is he combing the desert?
0: <laughs> <Asshole>. <laughs> it was also interesting, though, um, that they actually played some of the footage on Toonami, on Toonami Preflight. So.
2: Yeah, they played some Star Wars Rebels footage, and it was kind of like,
0: we like this show. We wish we had it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hint, hint, Disney, how are you? Love you. Give us some huh, footage. They never show that kind of love to Nickelodeon well
2: <laughs> all right let's the, the better yes <laughs> it's it's nice to see them you know share a little love for one of the few remaining action cartoons on american television mm-hmm. so yeah yes also they made a joke about how steve is literally every third stormtrooper <laughs>
3: Yes. He really is though. He's he like is. every third Imperial when soldier. I, whenever in I'm general. watching
2: that show with my friend, I'm like, Oh look, it's random soldier Steve Bloom. Yeah, like, <laughs>
0: hey, yeah, hasn't Steve- like Steve like at this point done like over three hundred voices that he said too?
2: Oh I don't even know when done, he, when they did ask him how many video game roles he said I can't believe he didn't mention well I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records
1: for Yeah it. I was about to say his Guinness
0: of Book of World But uh, Steve is a very humble individual so yeah. I guess yeah. I'm oh, surprised then, he didn't bring it up And then Jason and Gill sitting there going they're they're playing a video game and they're like Steve is in this game
2: Scott. Oh Steve again Oh man Steve <laughs> died <laughs> Hey Steve is explaining something to me which by the way uh, it must Jason be really and- rough for the friends of Troy Baker and Nolan North <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which, which by the way Jason and Gil um, yes yeah, so let's add more fuel to the fire and be like will Steve survive Intruder 2 oh my lord <laughs> uh, you know damn well as that gets closer people are going to be starting to
3: say that I would find it odd if if Steve was not somehow involved with the block, even if, like, the Tom character goes away somehow, which isn't something oh, I, think I don't going to do.
0: I don't think they'll ever get rid of Tom. I think there will be a Tom 6, but it will be Steve. based on what Jason said at Momocon when that person asked him the question about Tom 6, I don't think we're going to see a Tom 6. But there again... You know, you never know. We may see a Tom five point five. I mean, shit, they did Tom three point five, so yeah, they never said they couldn't do like a point five of Tom five. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Hey, hey, I'm I'm hoping for the heavily armored Tom. Okay, I'm 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 praying on that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Tom
2: to get an upgrade.
0: Heavy <laughs> kind of, arms. That'd be mm. kind of funny. He comes back in the Absolution after getting thrown out, and he's like, F- "This shit, exo suit." <laughs>
2: That does that seem like something
0: thing. Tom would do. Hey, he's not a doll swim. He All right, say no more Mister Nice Guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, this shit happened once. It had happened.
3: ain't
0: happening again.
3: You know, it'd be interesting is if somehow we arrived at a scenario where like Sarah's program had to inhabit like a robot body, and like Steve's trapped in a computer or Tom, rather, could be a thing. Ah. At least for the intruder.
0: That'd be a twist.
3: An Tom would be uh,
2: all like complaining up. about not having limbs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I How do you put up with it. Yeah, Sarah, we need to, we need to get back. We need to get into the podcast here on some of the other stuff. Get but... our
2: Intruder Two speculation because that happened. <laughs> all right. Yes. Yeah. Let us continue so... on to the rest of the podcast, starting with our Kill a Kill recap. Kill a Kill, episode twenty one. After being forced into Junkets and brainwashed to embrace the life fibers, Ryuko attacks the naked soul. Satsuki synchronizes with Senkets to stop Ryuko. But it looks like she has quickly learned how to use Senkets' abilities, but Ryuko soon overpowers her. Until the Elite Four step in. Nui arrives and informs everyone that Ryuko has been sewn into Junkets, and any attempts to rip her out of Junkets will end in Ryuko's death. After having Senkets torn off, Satsuki tears an opening in Junkets, allowing Mako and Senkets to enter Ryuko as a method to separate her from Junkets, but Ryuko forces them back out. With Ryuko stalled, Nui exchanges blows with Satsuki and tells her Ryuko cannot be won over to her side. Satsuki states that the fact that Nui has not forked over the scissor blades proves that she is still uncertain of Ryuko's loyalties. As Nui gloats that their efforts have failed, Ryuko throws her scissor blade, stabbing Nui in the back. Ryuko proceeds to rip Junkets off despite the pleas from everyone that doing so could kill her. And Ryuko then declares she has to take off Junkets so that she could once again don Senkets. What a turnover. Yes, it was. Oh, it was so satisfying to see her get stabbed. Oh, man,
1: what you talking about? I was like, she got impaled, man.
2: It was beautiful. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure she's not dead yet.
1: No. Crazy Umbrella Bitch is not going
2: anywhere. Uh, Not yet.
1: Seriously, Stephen Shea rocks the hell out of that crazy-ass character.
2: So this was an interesting conversation that Ryuko and Satsuki had, because Ryuko is suddenly all embracing the life fibers, so she's talking about how how it's so great to be under the control of the life fibers and Satsuki's telling her how everything that she's saying is stupid and wrong. And it's very, very interesting. Good, good stuff. Duelist. Did you see this episode? Yes,
3: I did. What are your thoughts? Uh, I've been consistently impressed with the kill kill dub in general. Um, I will say I've enjoyed rewatching it on Toonami uh i did love just the whole face turn mako your voice is so annoying i can't stand it kind of thing you know just the whole her going in her mind or whatever to try to loop her out of there i I particularly like how that scene was done i feel it was it was well dubbed um you know more ridiculous newy stuff (laughs) <laughs> it's just a ridiculous show in general, but I love it. Paul, what are your thoughts? No, I didn't see the
0: episode, so my my thoughts are not valid for this one.
3: Mm. They're never
1: valid anyway, but <laughs> we you have the benefit of the oh, doubt. Oh,
0: I got valid thoughts for Sword Art Online. Don't you worry.
1: Uh, okay. You wish.
2: <sighs> All right, Darrell.
1: You have the floor. Uh, oh, yeah, man. You know, I love this show anyway. I definitely love the fact that Nui got stabbed in the back with the scissor blades. Mm. You know that. You know it was just like she just had that coming, and then to see Ryoku um, just pull off June Kits and all the blood flying everywhere. Man, I was like, well, damn, that's a period for you. That's a lot of tampons.
2: <laughs> Star Starstorm had the same thought, but I. Yeah. Included in the talkbacks because she had so many <laughs> other great ones. Yeah, but it was
1: still an entertaining episode. Just good to see some action going in. The fact that Sasuke actually mastered Senkis the way she did just goes to show the skill level that she has, though. So.
2: Yeah, Sasuke's got mad skills to be able to pull that off. And <laughs> Ryuko's like, Well, you're just telling him what to do. It's like, Yeah, but most people can't even do that. <laughs> so, would you? Sheesh. Exactly. She did it. Also interesting that uh, stitched on June Cats covers up more than uh break. Yeah, June I know. Was she like was been... so,
1: it was like more modest and conservative.
2: Uh-huh. I I guess that was the the whole thing about uh, Modesty. You know. Not not about modesty, but about touching more of the life vipers. <laughs> I guess, probably. Mm. But, damn hammer pants. Hammer time! Oh, Am I oh, right?
1: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he got a hammer, oh. I felt like doing the type right after seeing them pants.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> and though we are rooting for Satsuki at this point, it was pretty satisfying to see Ryuko smash her into the ground repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, eh, yeah, that's what you get so for all mad. that previous abuse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> mako even briefly wearing sun kits was very yes
2: oh yes that was
3: that seems to be a very popular opinion
2: uh yeah and then she gets pulled into into ryuko as well that that was interesting they object to that wedding they are they are not okay with it they are not holding their peace yeah kill a kill is a weird show so it doesn't really say much for me to say that was a weird scene but that was a weird scene. <laughs> Though not nearly as weird as...
3: Uh, the opening yep, of that episode, Yeah, that maybe. thing.
2: <laughs> that thing, which uh, that we, was... we have a couple of talkbacks regarding. So I guess we'll just get into the talkbacks. First one comes from Benjamin Padjohn, writes in, This episode should have been called Who Wore It Better? That's a little too on the nose, but yeah, I'm, I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that, though.
2: You We did something akin to that. <laughs> Sound of Azure writes in, We had everything this week. Lots of blood, and how? an evil Erica Mendez, and tongue-on-tongue action. Bless it. Yes.
0: D- Amen. Which we had a lot of bitching about that, apparently, as well. That can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not one show, it's another. Like, Seriously, folks, it's Adult Swim. <laughs> exactly. What does the first kids word say?
2: Adults.
0: All kids out of the poo Adult. exactly. Get out. Yep. Do we have to bring that promo back? Yeah. Adult Swim. All kids out of the pool. Do I need to go and get the bill? <laughs> yeah. Um, Perhaps both. <laughs> you know, I, I want Adult the Adult Swim
2: both. action promo where it says "Put the kids to bed." and get ready to get get down get ready to get down yeah (laughs) classic Uh, continuing Lore Terminal writes in can I ask one simple question about the beginning of this episode
4: what the hell was that
2: (laughs) (laughs) and yeah seriously what the hell was that (laughs) I don't know that was some uh, serious spooning if uh yep
3: Scissoring, scissoring.
2: <laughs> Supposedly that
3: that scene actually didn't end up being edited.
2: Yeah, I guess because Our it doesn't really show anything.
3: I don't know. Eh. I don't know. Either. I couldn't exactly remember, and with the amount of like semi still images, I thought maybe, but apparently not. I, I, I didn't even remember that scene happen.
2: I also forgot about the kiss. And ah oh, yuck. Don't kiss Nui. <laughs> Save those kisses for Mako. <laughs> Andy Yoho writes in, I don't know whose posterior Ragyo's face was in, but I could have done without it, just like that creepy bath scene. <laughs> I think that's all our thoughts. <laughs> SL the FMA writes in, loved seeing Satsuki fight with Senkets. Anyone else find it funny? Mako would call Senkets Ryuko's Sunday best. Yeah, she's been doing that pretty much since the beginning of the show, and I always thought it was charming. Mm. Not quite sure why they'd call it the Sunday best. Pretty sure nobody goes to church in Kill a Kill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure.
2: <laughs> Just saying. Mark King writes in. Mako has the power to enter your body, mind, and most important, your hearts.
3: It's yeah. an on-point comment.
2: Yeah, exactly. Cody GGPR writes in, Ryuko's scary face, during the scene when her wedding is ending, looks like Aubrey Plaza. There is a photographic reference, and uh, I see it. I see it. Mm, good point. Anime Aubrey Plaza. Only... Olive. I don't think uh, Anime Aubrey Plaza would sound so expressive. <laughs> and Demigod One writes in, people encouraging a character of Kill a Kill to keep their clothes on? That's a new one.
1: No. I'm going to always root for them to take them off. <laughs> of course you will. The women ladies anyway.
2: The, women ladies. the women
1: ladies. Of
0: course you will. Shut and
2: up, our final talk back comes from Austin Guess. I'd give Ryuko an 8 on the throw and a perfect 10 on the landing that scissor throw. Bullseye! Damn right. Very satisfied. Now
3: when he says 8 on the throw...
2: Yeah. An 8 on the throw. Well, you know, he's ranking the different parts,
0: so the
3: throw... I was trying to be terrible.
0: Yep. Well, you did it correctly. Alright.
3: <laughs> no support there, Darrell. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: (laughs) That's just going to be my little call sign tonight, maybe.
3: All
2: right. Well, like Colt said, it only lasted about an episode. (laughs) Ryuko's back to being Ryuko. I am kind of getting tired of the Ryuko not wanting to wear cats, now wanting to wear cats. It's like, uh, pick one, please. Just Stick with it. And I, I think they finally stick with it at this point. But maybe a few too many times going back and forth on that one. A little a little too many attempts at brainwashing. That's just my thought. Otherwise, very enjoyable episode. Fantastic performances from the cast and Yeah. Exciting. Indeed. Entertaining stuff. More pissed off Ryuko. It's uh it's great. Or more like more crazy Ryuko. That that would be more accurate.
0: And more people bitching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no uh, heed stopped.
2: to the peanut gallery. Except when they send in talkbacks. Yes. <laughs> Please send all of your bitching in talkback form. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Not guaranteeing
0: we'll read it, but there's a far higher probability that we will. <laughs> Please send all your bitching to JarrellMadex at ToonamiFaithful.com.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of shit to tell y'all if you want to like <laughs>
0: Exactly. <me. laughs> Y'all already know that, so. Mm-hmm. After Jarrell responds, like they're in the corner, like going, I need an adult. I need an adult. <laughs> you
1: know, you said that in the wrong Speaking kind of, of way.
2: needing an adult, it's time to return to the assault in progress. I-, I wanted to tweet out, now we return to the assault in progress. And I actually tweeted out, now we return to the assault on progress. And people seem to like that.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I digress let us continue our Sword Art Online recap
4: Haha! <laughs> well now
3: we call this the act of gaming but there are several other very important differences between real people and pixels that you should know about <laughs>
2: Sword Art on line 2, episode 14, One Small Step. Gotta my floppy. Kazuto, Kazuto <laughs> and Kyoji fight in Shino's apartments while she regains her wits. She remembers Kyoji has the medical syringe, but before she can act, he's already injected Kazuto. Shino grabs a nearby boombox and bashes it over Cry, Kyoji's head, baby, knocking baby, him unconscious. Kind of Shino checks Kazuto well, and, and is revealed that They find the injection was stopped by one of the electrodes that was used to monitor him while he was diving in the game. Sometime after, Shino confronts her bullies, one of which is carrying an actual gun that she borrowed from her brother. Shino takes the gun from her and fires on a nearby can after disabling the safety, freaking out the bullies. Shino then meets up with Kazuto to get debriefed about the Death Gun situation. After the info dump, kazuto takes shino to meet rika and asana who have tracked down two people that they feel she needs to meet shino is surprised to be introduced to the woman who was working at the post office and her daughter they thank shino and kazuto tells her that she should not feel ashamed of what she did
0: great episode
2: i like how it ends i definitely like how it ends
3: well frankly if you care at all about the characters and you don't like how it ends well you're not not any good
2: yeah exactly (laughs)
3: just
2: kind of feel that way all right first first thing this episode did well it turned its head on the whole kazuto kirito always has to save everybody no this time kirito had to be saved and i like this props to the writer for doing that yes unfortunately what led up to it was still dipping into the well too many times in my opinion what you
3: gonna do? Now, also. Bitch on the internet. Yes. Be...
2: <laughs> now, we finally have a moment where Shino confronts her bullies, and she does so in a manner that it really feels like she has learned a lot from the experience from meeting Kazuto and, and learning to cope with her fears and her anxieties over what she did a long time ago. And then after all of that, even she gets to meet someone who she saved and evidently she saved two people. And yes, you know, you, as, as Kirito said, you know, you, you can feel bad about the lives you took, but you also have the rights to consider the lives that you saved. And that's good. That's, you know, that is a good ending to this storyline. There were a few bumps along the way, but it was definitely a good end to the storyline. And for the proof that Chino is just a really well-written
3: and well-developed character. I agree. I would certainly agree. And quite frankly, I was very pleased with at least both of those scenes you were just talking about in the episode, showing her developing as a character more. Mm-hmm. And- Sketchy, we also have to
0: say, too, that this was an actual good ending to part one unlike on <laughs> the first Sword Art Online.
2: Yeah! <laughs> the first ending of an arc of Online was kind of like, yeah, we're out of the game. Wait, Austin does not out of the game? Oh, well, that sucks.
0: Well, no, it wasn't that. It was more or less like they beat the boss in less than a minute. and It's like, I mm, feel like this should have been a little bit longer.
2: Oh, well, yeah, the final boss battle was, was definitely uh, longer, <laughs> to be sure. And also, yeah. generally better paced, which yes. is definitely Feel, uh, a problem that they had in the
3: first At least half. somewhat less Deuce Ex Machina as well. Yeah, 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 there was... I will say, re-watching this episode, the whole, oh, you had that thing on from the hospital yeah, made me roll my eyes a little bit. That's,
2: that's, that's like, really, if you're going to play that... Why not just have him not succeed at using this wrench?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> just, like, have somebody kick it out of his hand.
0: Don't... No, well, no, no, no. I, I to, to your point, Sketch, I think that was so that we could have somebody saving uh, Kirito, Kazuto in this case, So instead of, like, him saving somebody else. And then it being like, oh, well, I guess it didn't puncture him, you know? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I did highly enjoy her uh, literally clocking that guy.
2: Yeah, that was magnificent. Just picked up an <laughs> picked up a boombox. I'm I may be dating myself using that term, but I can't think of what people call a a larger CD player these days.
0: Um weren't they and maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but weren't they supposed to be like wasn't she supposed to be kind of like in love with him? Huh? At this point in love like, with I, I thought, like, Sinon, I thought Sinon was supposed to be, like, in love with Kirito, or is that later on? No. When she falls in love? With... No. Okay. okay.
2: No, thankfully, and I like this about Shino and Kirito's relationship, yeah, they'll flirt, but they, mm-hmm. they're not particularly romantic with each other, or okay. rather, she's not trying to be romantic with him. Okay. Whereas all the other girls clearly got a thing for Kirito. <laughs>
3: <laughs> In fact, it's possible that I, I don't remember, and even if there was something, I probably shouldn't spoil it anyway, but the most romantic they might get is when she puts that grenade between them and gives yeah. them fantastic. Yeah. Yes, the grenade <laughs> hug. That is
2: fantastic. Love the grenade hug. That's, that's just a great, great way to end that scene, though not a great way to end a game tournament. <laughs> Still wondering why people cheered for that, but... Maybe they cheered because it was over.
3: (laughs) So here's a thought. Do you think that uh, she ended up splitting some of those winnings with uh, him? Because he technically didn't put in any of his information.
0: Oh, that's a good question. They Uh, both won the tournament. uh, Oh, look. It's that we don't know the answer to. Who knows? (laughs) How surprising.
2: Let's consult the book. Where's Colt?
1: (laughs) The book does not matter. (laughs)
2: Yeah, so perfect. i feel okay. like the information in the show it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> i feel like we should give our thoughts because this is the end of part one of sort out online yeah. two
2: but, but before we get to that they had that long debriefing and they talk they this is a questionable way to wrap this up because this is information that maybe they should have sprinkled over <clears throat> other episodes and not just slam you with right at the end Because it's interesting information. I suppose some of it would be uh, spoiling plot elements if it was revealed too soon. But yeah, it just kind of feels dissatisfying to have it tacked on right where it was. Yeah, I think we're just going to go ahead and read the, the talkbacks before we give our thoughts on the entire Death Gun arc Mm -hmm. because there's a few things that i jotted down here in the talkbacks that i do want to discuss but i think it'd be more organic to do so after reading it and rather than going back to it so here are the talkbacks there's not that many (laughs)
0: certainly not surprised
2: sl the fma writes in I'm usually one not to complain about block convenience, but that scene with Kirito not getting hit with the drug was stupid. (laughs) Even a professed Sword Art Online aficionado can realize that 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 was stupid. (laughs) Kind of hard to disagree with that.
1: Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with it.
2: But when uh, when I heard Michelle deliver the line about Sinon finding the sensor and she's like, there's this weird thing on your chest. And I was like, Kirito should have said, yeah, it's a nipple. Guy's have nipple too.
0: <laughs> well, sketch, how do you know they didn't do that when they were in the, the recording booth? I how don't. do you know that's... I don't. That? I hope they did something like that.
2: I can only wonder what bloopers came out of that. Uh, yeah. I recently heard the Kill Kill bloopers, which were freaking hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. I, I I really hope... I have to, to find those still. Oh, man. I hope there's a good version of that released at some point. Because they are just awesome. so funny. Uh, difficult to hear at times. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> just so, so funny. Great stuff. So, Abigail, who is now going by Star Overlord. Previously Starstorm, Says... SAO, why do you feel the need to try to make us sympathize with a rapist? That's not how it works. Damn right. It doesn't. Now, while I agree with her points, in this case, Shino had a long existing relationship with Kyoji Shinkawa. She obviously cares about him and about his mental well-being, so I don't think they tried to make them sympathetic, just what what they said kind of sounds like they're trying to make it sound sympathetic. Right. You, you want to say something, Paul?
0: Yeah, I was going to, I was going to just interject real quick. I think what this episode also did well too, and we need to point out is that it kind of explained why he was as crazy as he as he was because, and it, and it happens a lot. So it, it's kind of like, other than the, maybe rape scene or whatever, you know, him going crazy and almost raping her or whatever. Um, They they explained that, and that's the good part, they actually gave us some detail, thank you, finally, um, that when his brother came out of SAO, you know, he was telling him all about this, and because he looked up to his brother so much, you know, he wanted to... it, It seemed like he wanted to please him in a way, or... Not maybe please him, but like prove to him that, you know, what what am I looking for here? Like he was like worthy somewhat, I guess. Like he could do the same things that his brother did. Mm -hmm. And it, it it it, it was interesting in that part to see, okay, I guess maybe we're trying to get some kind of sympathy. But I don't really see that as sympathy. I see that more as, okay, we're explaining why this character did it. Because... As we know, not a lot of detail from the book, and I know Darrell, you don't care about the book, but right here is a perfect example of okay, this is something that we should have known, and now they're finally explaining it. Okay, that's fine. that That makes sense to me. Okay, and, and I and I think that did work. I didn't feel that it was like being giving sympathy. I felt more or less it was explaining why the character was the way he was.
2: Mm. And my point is that. Shino still cares about this guy, and that's that's fairly right. realistic. I mean, if somebody in an abusive right. relationship, there was a long relationship with somebody, they're they're still gonna care. Right. They they may even be willing to see them again. So that's actually very realistic for her to be willing to see him, and also to, uh, she's kind of processing why he did it and. Right. And hoping that he can get help, that's right? And I think also... that's
0: that's the good part is like he, she's trying, she wants him to get help. She doesn't want him to just fall to the wayside and continue down this evil path, so to speak. She wants him to not be that person. She wants him to change, you know. And that's that's a good thing because of the the relationship that they had, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the person that she knew was not the the same person, but mm-hmm. you know, there again this is the person she knows so she wants her friend and possibly we could maybe go out on a limb and say maybe they were kind of best friends kind of um yeah,
2: they were best friends you at know
0: that point yeah so i mean th- it makes sense that she wants the best for him because she wants because it, it like like it was explained it seems like he just went off the rails and had he had a better path maybe this wouldn't have happened
2: also the the government guy being like what somebody would get that obsessed with a game was like yeah man you ever met a gamer <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs>
2: yep people get obsessed <laughs> with these things what are you talking about what and then of course they had another conversation about what is reality it's reality blah. <laughs> Don't 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 try to be philosophical, Sao. You're no good. At it. <laughs> Sao, go home. You're drunk.
0: Yeah, you must have been drinking uh, Darrell's boo- booze that day.
1: Like hell, bitch. Ain't nobody can <laughs> help to my shit.
0: No television show
2: will steal the booze from Darrell. Continuing on the talkbacks, KT Senpai writes in: Sao's BS is at an all-time high. It's <clears throat> and it's gonna get worse from here on. And Japan's laws suck on here. Japan's laws, I I think that's in reference to uh, different age laws and. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely—that's one thing that I've been saying on Twitter, and I think also on this podcast, especially when the first time Sao was on Toonami. You know, a lot of you can see a lot of Japanese culture in this show, plus a lot of what they will allow on their anime sometimes so
2: Uh, yes 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 you will and uh, SAO has been censored in other countries Mm -hmm. I can understand that Uh (laughs) but even stuff that wouldn't be censored on American television so that's interesting
0: but to Darrell's point earlier what's the first word of this channel at night adult all kids out Exactly. Sweet. So, I, I'm, I'm very glad that Adult Swim doesn't censor these, these anime as much as maybe some other channels would. So mm-hmm. but let, let's finish up with the talkback so we can all start talking about this because I'm very anxious here.
2: Lord Terminal writes in, how can people still hold a grudge against SAO with an ending like that? I
1: love
0: you, Lord Terminal, by the way.
1: you know people gonna still hold a grudge against this show for that reason
0: right yeah i mean i have to say
2: i like how this arc ended we're about to get into uh the rest of the story but i like how this arc ended but that does not forgive all of Sao's sins it just it does not but i still enjoy the show so but
1: well, unless the I'm god not. of anime comes down from anime heaven himself and um absolved him of all sins, it's not
0: having <laughs> <laughs> the anime god. Come on, come on. Well I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it when we get to the uh when we all start talking here.
2: Andy Yoho writes in, Can we at least agree that the best thing we got out of this arc was Sinon, aka the most interesting character in SAO? I think I can agree with that.
1: i would
0: agree with that also. Well, and also uh, Michelle Ruff. Michelle Ruff did plates, you know, fabulously. Oh, yeah. Did Mm. a great job. Oh, yes. Wonderful. We already
1: said the voice acting was awesome.
0: This stuff, yes. Somebody
2: asked me earlier this week if Paul Foscrillo was the hero SAO deserved or the hero it needed. And I said, neither. Thank you, Sketch. The hero that SAO deserves is Colt. The hero that it needed was alex von david because he's the reason that we can watch this show (laughs) yes (laughs) and our last so talk back this week comes from master of the arts kind of dreading the second half of the season it's good but slow i don't know if i necessarily agree with that but it's certainly different a little teaser. Those of you who have been feeling like, man, I wish Klein was in this show more, congratulations! You're going to get a nice arc with lots of Klein.
0: <laughs> Isn't the, ne- the next arc um, kind of fillerish? And then it goes into the next arc, kind of? That's what I've heard. Yeah, this
2: arc coming up is uh, about going on an epic quest with, the, mm-hmm. with Kirito's Hiram. <laughs> which is a guild i guess <laughs> i don't think they okay. name themselves as a guild they're just you know people play mmos together that's what people do so they they're going on a, a quest for a particular item i don't want to spoil that but you get lots of fun character interaction uh i'm, I'm very uh looking forward to seeing how they dub certain things in that upcoming
0: arc. Mm. <laughs> Knowing Alex Von David, it's going to be fun. Okay.
2: It is. <laughs> Should be. It is going to be marvelous. I mean, we got a little bit of clips in the recent Tsunami Bumps when they updated the bumps. Like Klein saying, My grandfather told me not to fly on uh, <laughs> elephant
3: ch- elephants, or
2: elephants or something like that. It's like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't in the Japanese script, but I'm okay with it. <laughs>
3: i I will mention that i'm glad that that they are using clips from the upcoming because if we were stuck with let your fear i am death gun yeah that would be kind of annoying in 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 like the end you know i figured they were going to switch it up soon although we had those bumps for a while yeah
2: i thought they were probably going to switch it up next week but uh, you know whatever it was they're not spoiling anything so chill it's fine the bumps will make sense with the show pretty soon, as in this upcoming week. It is a, a fun storyline. It's it's not particularly meaty. It's just friends going on a quest. They got they have a time limit in which they have to do it, and yet they spent I think three four episodes on that. I think.
3: Yeah, I thought it was fun. So
2: yeah, hopefully I, other I enjoyed
3: will. it.
2: I, Enjoy it. Yeah, and then. Then the next story arc, it's it's pretty brutal on the heartstrings, I gotta say. Uh, we'll talk about that at a future date. So mm-hmm. let us discuss the Death Gun Phantom Bullet story arc. Paul, would you like to start?
0: Mm, I'm gonna go last. Okay. Duelist, what are your thoughts?
3: Well, I will say mm. this. Um at least watching it the first time, and I'm certainly not saying that I think the dub made anything less good, because if anything, it made it better, as you've already said, is uh, this this arc at the beginning of Sword Art 2 here, was it arguably stronger and better stuff than a lot from the previous season or two seasons, however you want to look at it? And I believe that was a lot of people's opinion when they were like, Watching it as it came out in Japanese, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the. I mean, I thought at least the less the less serious stuff in in Gun Gale Online was fun, and I liked the character of Sinon a lot. And seeing her develop and get through her issues was. I liked it. I liked the journey of that. I especially like the uh, ending of that that we just got. I thought it was very well done. I mean, there's, you know, people are not going to be happy with the stuff from the last couple episodes, and that's understandable, but I don't think it, like, completely ruins you know, the good stuff about it. Um, what um,
0: would you... If you had to give it a score, what would you give it? Like, out of ten.
3: You just Like, just for the arc? Yeah,
0: well, just for this part
3: one. I mean, I would say at at least a seven point five, probably an I mean, eight. Yeah. I mean, I might give at least a seven point five to most of the first arc of Sword Art One, with the the ending maybe lowering that score slightly. And then obviously, there's a lot of people that didn't love the uh, Elfheim Online stuff, but you know, I feel like. I got invested in making sure that like Kirito was going to make sure that stuff didn't happen to Asuna. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, if nothing else, I more or less enjoyed most of the things from that second half as well. But all in all, I feel like with the exception of maybe some characters getting put more in the background for development, uh, this was a much stronger story then a lot of stuff from Sword Art Online. And that's pretty much most of what I have to say off the top of my head. All right. A, a comment I wanted to make is I, I very much enjoyed that Death Gun Twitter account, which I'm sure you guys have talked about. Oh, yes. Some Bad very Bad Some very enjoyable online uh, shenanigans. In general, I've, I've enjoyed the various voice actors tweeting along with the episodes for, you know, various shows. I think it's a, a fun interaction for all involved. Mr. Durrell, the floor is yours.
2: Oh,
1: we're talking about the second arc, right?
2: <laughs> we're talking about Death Gun,
1: Gun
0: Game. Sort- oh, yeah, well. Sword Art Online Part 1. Sword Art Online 2 Part 1 is what we're kind of talking about, yeah. yeah shut the hell up, Paul. No one cares about what you have to say. no, I'm taking away some of your booze now. He taking away shit. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but I actually did enjoy this, um, the Dev Gun art. Minus the rape scene, you know, that that was just, you know, just too much for somebody like me to deal with, you know, and we had our talks about that. But overall it was pretty good and entertaining because this is the first time, you know, You see Kirito out of his element because he was not good with ballistics, a.k.a. firearms. And somehow he just finds a way to get a sword. It's a beam saber, but we all know what we really want to call it. (laughs) And of course, you know, Kirito fires his super waifu beam. And, you know, now he steadily builds onto the harem. But I would say the saving grace for this, as I have said many a times, is... The voice acting was so great in it that it really did save the show for me. You know, I don't dislike Sword on Online. It's just that one particular scene that just, I just couldn't get with it because I was like, it's overselling it, you know. And it was kind of gratuitous in a certain way. And it was kind of, I would say that it kind of played to like some, you know, you, you do have some people that's actually into that. And I'm like, no, this is not what you need to be showing, especially on something that's, you know, that showing late at night. And you know that you still have the possibility of kids watching this. Overall, though, I still enjoyed the, um, you know, the Def Gun art because of the voice acting. And the animation was real pretty. And that's all I have to say.
2: Well, as I already mentioned, I really like Sinon as a character. I think uh, her interactions with Kirito are just fantastic at least the majority of the time how they kind of hate each other at a point and then they gradually become friends again uh it's it's a little contrived at times their relationship and why they're even hanging out but yeah i'll go with it uh i think the character of death gun was a compelling antagonist i liked that he had such mad skills that he was actually hard for kirito to beat but not to the point that he has to totally hack the game in order to beat Kirito like previous antagonists did. Yeah, he was still pretty hacks. There's no doubt about that. He uh, he was definitely cheating in some way, but it was it was definitely a more compelling fight because they had a duel. They had an actual duel and it uh, you know, it slowed up at times, but there were some pr- uh, good surprising moments in it. I do feel like it was a little too late in the game for Kirito to be really coping with his anxieties over all of his sins back in SAO, but it did work for this storyline, even though it it took a little bit of suspension of disbelief that he would not be, uh, having his PTSD sooner. But, uh, as, as I said, when we were talking to Alex, I, I feel like he was really, uh, tunnel vision when he knew Asuna was out there in danger and he wanted to deal with that before kind of decompressing over his whole situation at SAO. I agree. But, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the fact that Kirito was a lousy shot. <laughs> it's a nice change of pace. I really enjoyed that Kirito needed to be saved. <laughs> I, I like uh, the interactions between Kirito and and seen on a whole whole lot and uh i i did enjoy the kind of uh, the clash between death gun and kirito and even though the mystery kind of ends up being sort of meh the mystery up to that point was compelling enough to to drag the narrative along and There was certainly some great action sequences. The show always looks good. The animation's just stunning. The music's fantastic. But story-wise, I felt like they built a strong framework overall. There are a few things in it that I wish they didn't do, as we have discussed. But overall, I kind of feel like it has maybe less highs than the first season of sword arts but also far less lows and overall is a enjoyable watch that isn't too aneurysm inducing except for a couple of scenes
0: <laughs> what would you give it for a score
2: probably 7.5 maybe a 7 yeah
0: Darrell, i don't think you gave it a score What what would you give it um, I actually have to give it an 8.5, man. You know, wow, mm. wow. We're kind of all kind of in the same realm. That's, that's
1: like, well, you know, it lost points for you know that situation. Yeah. But I, like I said, I don't dislike Sao Two or Sao, you know, sort of online. But you know, there, you know, some of the stuff is generic and hacks. But overall, I still enjoy watching it. And you know, Sao Two because of the voice acting. That's what really gave it. You know, the reason why I was able to give it an 8.5, because the voice oh. actors were excellent in it.
0: You know, I, I got to say, like, I would like to see Bryce and Michelle do more material outside of SAO. I actually think they they have a very good chemistry together, even though obviously they're not recording with each other in the same booth at the same time. Mm-hmm. It just seems like there's a good chemistry there.
1: Yeah, but you got to give Ben Diskin big props for no. that point, though. <laughs>
0: yes, you do. Yes, yes.
2: He, he was and
1: marvelous. you gotta give
0: Alex props. You gotta give Alex props again. We're not trying to suck up to Alex. We're being serious here, like for coming up with how Deathgun um, would talk and everything. Like that's, I mean, and the Twitter account. We have to mention the Twitter account too. <laughs> I mean that that was I mean, that some was, fun like,
1: viral marketing. Right. Yes, it was.
0: All right. So the reason I wanted to go last was is I wanted to obviously talk about the series, but I wanted to go above and beyond that and talk about a little bit more about that stupid episode. Not so much, but something that I think is important that we need to talk about. Uh, first of all, I thought that this one, and I know some people are going to, when I say use the word, they're going to probably say to me, well, that's not true, Paul. But I think Sword Art Online Part 1 seems more mature than what Sword Art Online, the whole first The whole first season, part one and part two of the first sword art online was. And what I mean by mature, let me explain that, is it wasn't, it it kind of learned from its mistakes in some senses. Now, obviously, there's some disagreement about that episode that happened about a week ago. Um, And I think, you know, it's kind of split down the line 50 50 on that. It's just more people that are offended by that scene are the loud majority, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Other than that scene, the rest of this part one seemed a lot more mature. And, you know, it it kind of did seem a little slow at times, but it didn't take away from what this could have potentially been. Let's look at part two of uh, season (laughs) one of Sword Art Online. That was just a shithole. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just be honest. That was a shithole. So I really, I, I really enjoyed part one. Some of my favorite things about it, for example, as everybody has said, Senon, the voice acting, Michelle. Again, I'm not trying to suck up to people. This is, this is, I, I really truly think that she played that character well. She did an excellent job. Again, this is, this is not me sucking up. This is me being honest. She did a very good job. Bryce is always as great as Kirito. I would like to have seen a little bit more Asuna because she was such a major part of the first Sword Art Online. However, I understand why <laughs> that probably didn't necessarily happen in this part. Oh, don't you uh, worry. Obviously. Asuna oh, gets I know. plenty of screen time later. I've heard. I've heard, yes. So, And I've heard that it actually gets a lot better. Some people have told me it gets better. And I believe the people that actually tell me that and not the people that are like, oh, it's, it's just a shithole for the rest of the series because they probably just hate on the series. But I also like the fact that Kirito had to be saved this time. I also liked how um, they brought in the skill set that Kirito had in the other game and he was able to use that in this game because I think it wouldn't have made sense for him to come in and even win Gun Gale Online with Sinon if he didn't have that skill set, because I think that as you had said, sketch, you know, he couldn't shoot anything. <laughs> so for him to be like, come into this game and not be able to use a sword is kind of stupid. You know, I, I just overall enjoyed this whole part. I would have liked to have seen as Colt pointed out uh, last week, a lot more information in this part, uh, explaining a little bit more. I don't obviously want you to spend Several episodes doing that, but, you know, just maybe a little bit more explanation would have been great. And, you know, even though, in my opinion, it wasn't a rape scene, I feel like even the inclination of putting something that was close to it in there and would set off a firestorm that's still going on on Twitter, probably right now, as we speak on this podcast, you know, um, that should have been done. And that's kind of why I give this like an 8 out of 10. That's why I said that on Twitter. Uh, I thought this last episode too was kind of the best way to end this and to also bring it all together and get Sinon out of that funk that she's in. Because I feel, and I haven't seen it, I haven't seen a sub of this, so I can't say, but I feel going forward her character needed to have this in order to be stronger. And maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know what you guys think, but maybe, you know, I, I think she kind of needed this to be a little bit, to be stronger going forward.
1: Well, the previous, well, the last episode that we are just talking about, um, yeah. it's kind of like a healing process, you know, because thanks to seeing, um, you know, the, you know, shoe um guy, she saved more than one life that day. Right. Despite the cultural differences, you know, with Japan, you know, because the child is supposed to be innocent, it's rather, you know, better for the parent to lose their life than the child to take the life of somebody, you know, based on their cultural values. You know, in America, it'd be some totally different a child, be seen as a hero, but right, it's still, it's still some consolation to see you know that this woman that she saved, you know, if anybody has seen the woman, spoiler alert, the woman was pregnant, so she saved mm-hmm. this woman and her child, you know, that was in her stomach, right. so. so you know, that that's something gave Sinon a little bit of measure of peace because, you know, where one life was taken, two were saved. Like they say, right, you know, there's right. a saying, in you know, in the scriptures, you know, you save one, you save a thousand.
0: To your point, too, it, it's interesting. The one thing that I like about Sword Art Online is it kind of gives you an insight to another culture in the world that we don't always get to see, you know, we don't always get to see some of these, these things that happen in Japan that are perceived as a bad thing where we would perceive it as a good thing. As to your example, Darrell, you know, a kid saving these people, you know, is a bad thing, I guess. But in America, you'd be, you'd be rewarded with money. You'd be rewarded with probably a medal or two. You know, you'd get some awards. I mean, that is the one thing that's very interesting about this show because it brings that Japanese culture into it. And while, yes, as Americans, we disagree with some of that stuff, we also kind of – it's kind of one of those learning experiences. It's like, oh, really? They do this in Japan? Like, oh, that's interesting. you know? Because you don't always get to go outside of what we know. And that kind of part of the show – that kind of reality of the show, for me, is the most interesting part of it. But um, the one thing I, I really want to touch base on, and I think after we talk about this, and I personally don't want to talk about it anymore on this podcast, um, is this whole like firestorm of people taking it to a degree of where this is this was a real life event that happened. This is something that cannot be tolerated. It needs to stop. Blah blah blah. Because I've seen some people on Twitter. Like making it out like this actually was something that actually happened in real life or something, and I'm like looking at them like, what are you doing? Also, when I tweet something from like two days ago and then it's retweeted and it sets off another firestorm, you know, it it, kind of has to be said that I think people are taking this as a reality and it's not a reality. Okay. This is an animated show. And one, being that it's an anime show, animated show, if you take one episode out of the whole thing, and this is, you know, Sword Art Online too, this is its own separate thing from season one. Um, and you take that episode out of context, or, as fifty percent of people out there do, feel that there was a rape scene, you know, it's when you take it to the degree that some people are taking it to, it, it's it's kind of like. I feel like people just don't really understand that A, if you don't like the show, don't watch it. B, if one episode is going to affect you that much, then why are you continu- again, why are you continuing to watch this series? You know? And also, this is not this is not real life. Real life is a lot <laughs> shittier, okay? I mean, look at the stuff that's going around us. I, I mean, I could mention several different things that's going on in the, in the world today, you know, that are more important than some episode of Sword Art Online, too. You know, I guess the best way that I put it, and I, and I said this on Twitter, and, you know, it, I, I personally feel like, you know, because I'm, I'm really just frustrated with this whole hating on Sword Art Online and, you know, taking it to the degree that some people are. This is exactly what i said and let me quote it real quick god i have so many tweets over this stupid (laughs) online stuff okay so here's what i said personally i feel as if people are taking this way too far it's over it's an animated show move on trust me real life is way more is way worse okay guys we're talking about an anime here yes Japanese culture is a lot different and they do put a lot of things in their anime that we're not going to agree with. As I also said on Twitter, if you guys want to make a change to a series like this and Sword Art online is a perfect example of this because pretty much this is going to continue to keep going until the books are done. Um, You guys need to stand up and make a change. Now, some of you have said to me, well, how do we make a change when, this is over in Japan. It's made in Japan, you know, Japanese culture, blah, blah, blah. You start by simply just doing like we did with Tsunami, you know, sending an email to Aniplex of US, of the United States. You know, don't be rude about it like some people are. But, you know, just say to them, hey, look, I don't appreciate this being done in Sword Art Online. I don't know if there's anything that you can do. But I would appreciate you guys at least looking, at least telling the people at Anaplex overseas to maybe tone it down or do something different than what's being indicated in these scenes. Because the fact of the matter is, just like Toonami, we can't make changes if we don't say something. Okay? I feel like some of you and this goes this goes for kill a kill because I've seen the same thing happening and we could be here all night talking about that, too. If you want to change, you have to say something. You have to open up your mouth. and In this case, you have to take pen to paper or computer to email. Let these people know your displeasure with these things. Let these people know that if these things are happening, I'm not going to buy your Blu-ray or I'm not going to buy your DVD or I'm not even going to watch your series because of it. Because I feel like there's a lot of sort out of fans out there. But because of these scenes that happen, It just ruins it for those people and you know in this case this is where I this is why I'm saying that again you guys out there that feel like these scenes are very offensive to the degree where you know you don't even want to watch this series anymore you should stand up and say something be appropriate about it be nice about it but have your opinion said because change can't happen unless you try And I guess that's the only thing I really wanted to say about this whole outrage out there, you know?
1: You have to remember, though, even though it's still an anime, it's the implication of what was showed in the show. Because that still translates to, like, stuff that happens in real life. Yes, it's worse in real life, and some people still look at anime and they see that and, you know... You know, some people may have been victims of rape or you know witnessed right. it themselves, but that's the reason why some people get offended by it or take offense to it. It is cause this is something I, based off of real life. That it's not nothing against the anime. It's just the point that it relates to real life, and that's I, that's that's the reason why.
0: I, I'm not disagreeing with you there. What I'm saying is, is we need if that if that is the way that people are feeling. If they see that, if they see a certain scene, is that ha- is that right there exactly what you're saying? Then you need to reach out and express your concerns to Aniplex and to these other companies out there that have an anime on Toonami or even on a different network or a streaming service. You know, the only way to change these kinds of things is to say that. And you know, unfortunately, it those kinds of scenes that may be important to the anime may have to be taken out and that's that's the way it has to be and if it offends a lot of people then that's the way it has to be but you know in order to get those things done you have to say something you know what i mean like bitching on twitter is not going to get you anywhere you know more importantly
2: attacking other people is not going to get you anywhere
0: Exactly. exactly especially the
1: creators of the shows and the people that actually you know Broadcast it. That's the wrong way to go about it. We tell you to be respectful about a lot of stuff. Right. Now, y'all know I talk a lot of shit over Twitter, but at the same time, you have never seen me disrespect any of the creators or the broadcasters of these shows. Right. You know, I kind of keep a lot of stuff to myself. But if somebody asks me for my opinion, you know, I'm gonna give them my honest oh, thoughts.
0: Yeah. Definitely. But I'm gonna do it
1: in a respectful manner, though.
0: Is that is that what happened with uh, Eric Mendez? There was she tweeted out something about it had nothing to do with you, Daryl. It was no something. Erica about the was lines.
2: tweeting uh, essentially saying, you know, we're normal people. You're not entitled to getting a response from anyone. So you know, understand yeah. that
0: she has a, she has an email too. So yeah. I mean, like, I don't understand why like you can't just email her and just be like, hey, this is what I wanted to ask. You know, if you have a minute, can you answer me? Kind of deal. Well, know? it, it's, again, going back to being respectful.
2: I'm guessing yeah. not respectful, that many people know respectful. about her email. They're more familiar with the fact she has Twitter. But Yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah, the biggest true. thing is you got to remember, though, like like you said, everybody's not, you know, you're not entitled to get an answer from them. And, nope. you know, that's that's just the way it works because, hell, how many of you um, send the president an email or a tweet and you don't get a response back? You're not entitled to that. It's at their, you know, it's pretty much at their discretion. Hell, if I don't want to tweet somebody back, I'm not gonna do it.
2: Yeah, let's let's bring it close to home here. We are not inclined to respond to anything from anyone.
0: Exactly. I, <laughs> trust that goes me, for us too, yeah.
1: If I don't want to tweet you back, I'm not gonna do it. You know, and if, but if you piss me off enough, you know, I might tell you to go fuck yourself or go to hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, by the way, telling us like telling us we did something wrong over and over again. The only thing that's going to get you to get that from us is us blocking you. <laughs> it's right. like, seriously, like you're, if you're trying to make a change about something that we're doing, like we continually ask you. And, and I saw, so, I'm sorry to bring us into this fold, but I think it's kind of important to say this too, while we're at this point, if, if there's something you don't like about what we're doing, we've told you several times, there's an email, not just the podcast email, but your sketches email, you know, there's also sketches ask which a ton of you don't don't <laughs> mind going on there and bashing whatever on on his ask you know nice. if you have an issue you tell us don't feel like oh you did this wrong oh you did it again oh blah blah it's blah like, like, like
2: look obviously when you do that you're either lazy or or you're asshole. trying to make us look like assholes you're trying right. to. And we don't <coughs> we don't have to deal with that. Exactly. Like if you have an True. actual concern, email us because even our level of professional, which is not very professional, I might add. <laughs> it's it's just not professional for us to discuss those kinds of things in public.
0: That's I how- ain't telling you shit. Well, yeah, that too. But I mean, we gonna lie <laughs> I, I, to your face? <laughs> face?
1: I, trust me, I will sit up here and I will lie to your face just to let you, just to give you a vote of confidence that yeah, this is what you think was said, but guess what? That wasn't what was really said, or either I'm just not gonna answer you at all. You y'all forget what my former profession was? Killing people? <laughs> no, bastard. I was a medic. I repaired.
0: Oh, okay. So you so you beat them and then repaired them. I got it. Gotcha. Piece of shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think we're I think we're done with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So but and it doesn't I matter. Don't want to talk what about anyone's opinion is about a cartoon. It's not exactly. a worthwhile reason to go at each other. It just exactly. isn't. There's more important things in life than cartoons. So you can have an opinion. I, mean, You can rant as much as you want, but don't be assholes to each other, please. Nah. That's all
1: I See, ask. I mean, I know I'm an asshole to my co-host, but in a nice way. <laughs> yeah. That's um, debatable. I I <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, 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 I love you, Sketch.
0: <laughs> love you too, bae. Right. I, I remember you sending me a certain award in the mail, Darrell. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, hey, the- is duelist still here? <laughs> I know, yeah, man. You got I, quiet. Just kind of been letting Paul talk. You know, you could have jumped in at any time, duelist Well, one thing I did kind of want to add that's related is, yeah, everyone is more than entitled to have their own opinion about anything. But I, I feel like there does come a point where you've definitely made it clear that you don't like something, you probably don't need to mention it every two seconds. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I, like, I especially if it's it. like in a completely unrelated context. Right. It's like, I how mean, was it'll... your day? Well, Sword Art Online sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I swear, I've at least seen some people that are like, well, yeah. Sword Art Online still exists today. How's the today, family so my doing? Day's Sword Art Online
0: sucks. sucks. Well, I mean, Allison kind like, of does that, but she does it in a hilarious way where it's not bothersome. <laughs>
3: like, It almost got to the point where I just wanted to stop like, talking about Sword yeah. Art on Twitter in like, general. because that, that goes to my point
0: again. Like, If you do not like a series, don't watch it. It's there's, there's a TV remote. There's a power button. Just hit power when it's on, and you don't have to watch it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I watch your ratings, so that Toonami's awesome, but... And we At don't the same your tweets time, tweets either. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. If, hey, if, tweets
1: if, are love too.
0: Yeah. If if you want, if you don't want to watch a show, I'm not going to tell you not to to not to watch it or whatever. But I would also appreciate you not being like, you know, I hate this show. I hate this show. I hate this show. If that's the case, don't watch it. Turn off the TV when it's on. To, don't watch. Yeah. To, if
3: you don't like little blue girl. Don't watch it. To directly quote someone. I'm not saying you can't fanboy or be critical of something, but as I've stated before, don't keep harping on something. Let it go.
2: And if you think Sword Art Online is the greatest thing since I don't know what, you know, Uh -uh. you you can say you like Sword Art Online, you can praise it, but don't get it bent out of shape when other people don't agree with you.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: I mean, I didn't bitch at y'all when y'all talked about Bleach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Hell, well, I Bleach is awesome, made... so. I mean, I made fun of Bleach, and I love the show. Well, there were some times where you actually had to make fun of Bleach, but then there was this, like, you know,
2: again. I make bleach, fun of One Piece and Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh, you can't help but make fun of Ninja Turtles. There's been so much <laughs> exactly. crap that's come out from that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, and yeah. you know what? We got two we got two Sentai shows coming up. Who the hell knows what's in those? <laughs> oh, the kill is good.
3: I, I have a pretty good idea of. Uh, exactly yeah, I've seen all of,
0: of Parasite. Um,
3: <laughs> well, very excited that that's coming. By the way, yes,
2: wonderful news. Yes. Speaking of it, we need to get. Yeah, Dubasenai du- and I and, uh, and Soul, we were keeping up with Parasite as it was airing and was exchanging by the way, notes we... fairly regularly. We
0: can... We can now put on that shows that we want on Toonami. We can now put Log Horizon as a possibility on there. <laughs> yes, you can. For all those, for all of those of you out there, yes, I will finally say, Log Horizon is on the board to be a show that's selected, okay?
3: I want it Book could, of Bantora. It could be on the distant horizon.
1: Ha! Yes. <laughs> nice. I like that one, do this.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. All right.
1: I'm still uh,
0: hoping. Yeah. I'm still hoping that we, uh, uh, four a.m. slot so we can <laughs> get more shows. But you, know. Man, we have you gotta to stop so saying
2: attention. the four a.m. slot. What you mean 3 is three, 8, 3 30.
0: thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Com- I do say that. I'm. You're apologize. confusing
2: the viewers. <laughs> I'm sorry. i the listeners. the listeners. Nobody views this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boy, We're I sure am stu- enjoying looking at that Toonami Faithful podcast icon. <laughs> I am viewing this. Very sweet logo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is a nice logo. Yeah, you
0: can thank Hush for that, by the way. Shout out to Hush. Oh, thanks. Oh yeah, thanks which, Hush. By way, which by the way, because I'm sure we're getting very close to house cleaning here, because yeah, um, we uh we've gotten to a thousand likes on Facebook, even though two people decided to be shitty and unlike the page after I said that, but. <laughs> 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 But well, sorry, we already got there, so. Hmm. Yeah, uh,
1: I think, so they think they probably got mad about the piracy thing that I said, you know, when I responded back. No, no, no,
0: no. Like there was a thousand people today, and I and I put out, I tweeted, I, I put it up on the Facebook page, which tweets it out too, that we hit a thousand. And literally within ten minutes, two people unliked the page. I'm like, really, really? People That's will just be spiteful. People. Yeah, it's just like really like you're gonna unlike a page because I said that. That's some no, people
2: stupid. just want to watch the world
1: burn.
0: My bad, man. I, I,
1: I, I unlike the no. it just cause you said that though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would do that. Yeah, I, I would, would do, do that. But you know, you know what? It, it's kind of funny though because like, in 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 reality, like we we were at like 500 something likes for the longest time. And then once we switched to SoundCloud, it was, like, all of a sudden, like, every week I would get, like, five to ten new likes, like, on that Facebook page. Hmm. And, I mean, it's been, like, how long? Like, maybe four months, Sketch? Four or five months? Yeah. And we've gotten to a thousand likes in, like, no time. So,
2: you know, thank you guys out there. Like
0: in a paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Liking us on Facebook. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. thank you guys for doing that. Like it, it, it's very appreciated. I think I will reward you guys. I have an idea. <laughs> so I don't have any anime, so I can't give you any of that. But I have an idea. I we think got you got all the anime. Yeah. Should
3: do it. So I, I own have no any? anime.
0: <laughs> well, drell stole all of it. So stole? allegedly,
1: allegedly. <laughs> there you go. See, do that's the reason why you must can do
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> Don't defend him, Duelist. The hell he will.
2: Yes. So, thus ends that arc of Sodor Online, which was full of some great action, some very hilarious interactions between characters, uh, a little bit of uh, introspective thought, and uh, a fair amount of BS. Let's be honest. Yeah, and Death Gun, a truly amusing antagonist.
0: Yes, a pimp named Deathgun. Gun. It's just hilarious to go from a pimp named and then like all of a sudden to Death Gun. Yeah, you know I really like in
2: the in the most recent Toonami uh, show lineup promo, where they essentially had. A pimp named Takarata responding to what Death Gun says. Yes. <laughs> He's a lot. Like, what was that? <laughs> hooray! Hooray! That a pimp named Takarata is in the new Killer Kill Bump.
0: Huzzah! Everybody
3: needs a giant mecha crab. Or
2: you just jealous? That ex- you ain't got the money for a giant gold mecca crab.
3: <laughs> I am a little jealous of that. Actually. I who wouldn't be. I don't know what I would do with it. Probably get it stolen by Darrell, and then he go, like, level a city or something.
2: I would attack like its underside.
3: From you escalate. know me so well.
2: Probably right. level Rochester. What'd you say? <laughs> right. Well, there were other things that aired on Tsunami this week, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> really? Michiko.
2: Yes. The, yeah, Michiko Still did it. Still being a pretty kick-ass show. Oh, definitely. You, Brazilian bebop. You gotta love it you got to love it. The goodie this week was a music video by, I will probably mispronounce this, Shabazz Palaces. Shabazz. Yeah. They showed it during uh, not the most recent pre-flight, but the one before that when they gave a little preview. So, uh, you know, neat music video, interesting visuals, decent song. Uh, it's all pretty good. Didn't end up playing until Naruto Shippuden, however. It's probably a time... Issue. What you gonna do
1: when they come for you, bad boys? Oh, it's my bad, bad boys. <laughs> oh,
2: yep. So here's the miscellaneous tsunami talkbacks. A uh, couple from Star Overlord. Oh, how I wish other Shonen protagonists were smart enough to hit the bad guys while they were too busy talking. Hmm. <laughs> that is in reference to DBC Kai, and yes, you gotta love that when. Uh, Jason are just trying to figure stuff out and Goku's in like boom
1: you are leaving yourself wide open
2: <laughs> he did he did leave yourself
1: wide open I actually had fun with the episode that last last Saturday man because I was episode. making I made so many references it was ridiculous
2: <laughs> oh man what he did to Raccoon looked like it hurt I know and then what he did to Burder, oh <laughs> Oh man,
1: Purple Comet Crush was their first single, man.
2: Also, (laughs) uh, Goku, uh, yeah, (laughs) you're you're lucky the Senzu Bean brought your son back to life (laughs) because his neck was snapped. (laughs) Kind of not sure how he managed to swallow, but well. (laughs) <laughs> there's a, <laughs> there's a right.
3: hilarious <laughs> youtube right. video that i came across recently i forget the title but they get to essentially that scene where goku arrives with sensu beans and i think he's gonna take one and instead krillin's like hey goku uh, why don't you share that with me buddy <laughs> and he's like, it's the last one, Krillin, so better make it count. And then he chokes to death on it.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it is
3: fantastic.
2: I also enjoy oh, you know, when Raccoon tries to eat the Sensu Bean as it's flying through the air, but he can't. I know. He's got we're, the messed up mouth with no teeth.
1: <laughs> I know, we're straight through those goddamn gaps. <laughs> it's marvelous.
2: That was truly marvelous. That like
1: crack does kill, man. And, you know, Raccoon was ass up, face down. I guess he was waiting for Frieza to come in and take that.
2: He also <laughs> looks like a total hillbilly.
1: <laughs> yes, he does. I know. And yeah. red, son of a bitch.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, good, good times with that Dragon Ball Z. Uh, another one from Star Overlord. Hana's pretty lucky to have Spike Spiegel for her dad. We all said it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that yeah. was definitely the Twitter joke. As soon as I saw evening. that
2: picture, I was like, Spike? <laughs> okay. I wonder if that's actually intentional, or if it just kind of ended up that way. I could see it being intentional. It might be. I think it was intentional. <laughs> that's pretty great. I was like, no, nah, man, I <laughs> she's showing the picture to people. <laughs> just pretend this picture is my tits. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, was, that was a great line
2: It was like, nah, I haven't seen that guy I was like, yeah, no, nah, I haven't seen that guy since months ago when Cowboy Bebop got pulled.
3: <laughs> <laughs> too soon, sketch, clearly.
2: Mm, too soon. I'm crying Peace. now. Yeah. Speaking of Michiko and Hodgson, our next uh, talk back, Mike x 89 says, I just heard the original Alphonse Elric say, Tig old biddies. I wish I was making this up.
3: <laughs> wrong <with> tickle bitties? <laughs> just makes you want to Hong Kong. I'm kinda sad that the bump featuring that line only got to air for like two weeks. That is sad. Yes. That well, is what you're gonna do.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised they updated the bumps for Michiko and Hachin. And I thought they were just stick with those same ones, but
3: I'm honestly surprised that they didn't just change them all that <sighs> night that it joined would have made more sense. I but...
2: guess they probably were just busy. Ain't, that team stuff team. does take time. Yeah. And now we have a double play from Japhes and Craig. Uh, first one from Michiko and Hodgson. Given her poor performance when it counted, I'd say Hodgson's 23 shoes were LeBron's not Jordan's.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell is she doing with a pair of J's, man? <laughs> like, damn, this kid got fucking Jays, and I never owned a pair in my life. <laughs>
2: and the other one from Jafis Sanji's fantasy of mermaids was ruined by mermaid man's twin sister
3: <laughs> the, everything with that was just friggin' hilarious w for wombo
2: yeah <laughs> it was uh, it was truly marvelous his reaction <laughs> as star overlord also said in a tweet sanji's alive but his dreams are dead <laughs> I mean, You'll find that Mer- Sanji's dreams die pretty often.
1: Yes, you know I put it like this:
2: she was an ugly
1: ass mermaid, but a beautiful ass manatee.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's kind of nice. <laughs> Not really, sea cow. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> My observation is: okay, so when mermaids get old enough, they they have legs, so. Ariel, you dumbass! You, <laughs> you, you should have just waited instead of going through all of that. I mean, as, particularly in the Disney movie for sure, but also particularly in the book where it's so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Little Mermaid, not a happy story as a book. Yeah, Hans Christian Andersen <laughs> us all up. Yeah. Very, very disturbing. Sad. Not, not happy. Not, not, no. not a Disney ending. If you know what I mean. No. <laughs> but Beel! even then it's like you could you, you didn't have to go through all that, honey. You just just wait it out. Also, don't get married at sixteen. What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> she was sixteen. Only sixteen. I loved her so if yeah, I know who say I'm cooking, shut the fuck up.
0: I yeah. I just wanted you to stop singing.
1: And I wish you just stopped talking, Paul.
0: Oh, you know what? You know what, Sketch, stop sucking up to your bae, okay? Hey, I love sketch. Dude, you don't talk about my bait like that. I will hey, kill hey, you.
2: Objectively, and I don't like bad singing. I've heard a lot of bad singing. About it. That was not bad. That was not bad. Just got to say. Just got to put that out. <laughs> I didn't say it was good.
1: <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, you know what? We're going to have a nice little
2: talk about that bait. Actually, I think I did say it was good. It's good. Thank hey. Good.
0: Wait, 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 wait a minute. I, th- I thought Jen owned Sketch. Well, she's
2: like... not here to claim her territories.
0: So... <laughs> yes, I
2: have that on tape. <laughs> Did you all have fun trying to figure out what Jen said in the last podcast? Podcast? <laughs> yes. That does it for our miscellaneous talkbacks. Uh, wasn't a whole lot, so uh, maybe st- step it up, folks. I I don't usually have to read multiples from the same person, much less in the same category, but, yeah, what you gonna do?
1: I guess you're just gonna have to go and get the bill.
2: Yeah. But, uh, I gotta say, Star Overlord and Japhis, they've, they were on point. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were on point with that. Kudos to you people, kudos. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's finish up this episode.
2: Yeah. So let's real quick now run down the usual news.
1: From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Tsunami Tumblr, this is Tsunami News. Powered by TsunamiFaithful.com
2: These ratings from July 4th weekend, the Dragon Ball Z Kai Marathon, which were all reruns, by the way. The 12 a.m. airing managed six hundred and twenty-seven thousand eighteen 18-49 viewers. 1230, 538,000, 1AM, 508,000, 130, 427,000, 2, 437,000, and at 230, 387,000. Then Attack on Titan finished the night with 390,000. For the total viewer ratings, DBZ Kai at midnight got 1,022,000, 1230, 897,000, 1am 882,000 1:30 790,000 2am 808,000 2:30 762,000 and the Attack on Titan episode got 726,000 decent ratings for a holiday weekend. Yeah, and a perfect trend, right? Well, that... Attack on Titan isn't trend. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, Aaron, well, I mean, I guess if you count Aaron trending on the West Coast feed, I guess that's. Tab- yeah,
1: we'll, I'll take that as a perfect
2: trend, dude. Eh, yeah. sure. whatever. So
0: that that's was that time. week,
2: and this most recent week, we did get a perfect trend.
0: Woohoo! Yeah. Guys are awesome.
2: Well done, everybody. Very well done. magnificent McNeilson. So, <laughs> rundown of that, Tsunami and hashtag Tsunami trended during Michiko and Hachin on the East Coast and the West Coast. Also during Sword Art Online on the West Coast and One Piece on the West Coast. Hashtag DBZ Kai, hashtag Killa Kill, hashtag Michiko and Hachin managed to get number three. Hashtag Sword Art Online 2, hashtag Shippoden, hashtag One Piece, and hashtag Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. the tweet counts we have listed here hashtag toonami 5709 tweets hashtag watch tsunami, 238 tweets well that that seemed Ooh. like a lot <laughs> hashtag ship it in 825 tweets google plus trends dragon ball z which managed uh number 10 i don't know how probably only top 10 and uh, I'm not going to read the other statistics. Use always, You can always read these on ToonamiFaithful.com. Thank you, Anime Savior, for posting this, considering you were away at San Diego Comic-Con covering the convention for us. Thank you, yeah, for, thank you for that as that. well. Because, <laughs> thank you, Con Monkey. Uh, it's like I didn't see too many other reports regarding the um, Toonami getting a sneak peek of resurrection f so thanks for letting us know (laughs) because that's fairly important (laughs) yes it is and let's briefly talk about that a bit because this is an exciting development though it could be as because as you may recall when battle of gods was going to theaters they did play promo on toonami it wasn't a specifically toonami promo I don't know if this is going to be specifically a tsunami promo or if it'll be maybe a clip from the movie or if it'll be a standard trailer. But regardless, it's it nice would to
3: be see cool if uh, Tom introduced it or something.
0: That would be um, I would want to see, I mean, just based on what I would like to see. Remember what they did with The Amazing Spider-Man 2? Something along those lines.
3: So what, like promote it? With a yeah, promote short, it. And better talk about cartoon. It
0: a bit. Yeah,
2: that would be cool. Yeah. I would like to see them do that. I yeah. don't know if Funimation has the bankroll for that. <laughs> They're not well, exactly I mean, Sony Pictures.
0: <laughs> I mean, they did. Well, first of all, they probably let me. Let me say this pretty this real quickly. They probably sent Toonami. I would I would think a screener that does not have <laughs> on the on the screener itself, not for distri- distribution. Oh, um, right. So they probably have a bunch of footage um, and that's pretty easy for them to do. And I, I, I so I can't see them not doing that. What I would say is, is they probably have to run it past Funimation just to make sure they're OK with it first. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that's I don't think that's a big deal. To be honest with you, and I'm very happy that Funimation did that because, I mean, me and Sketch were talking about this last year during Battle of Gods. Like, it's like you, they should have done this last year, you know? Like Dragon Ball Z Kai is on Toonami. Well, Obviously, it wasn't at the promoting...
2: time, but it was coming. We knew it yes, was it coming. Yes, it was
0: coming. Yeah. I don't know. So.
2: But there's definitely no excuse not to do some pimping on this this time. Oh,
0: yeah, of Because DBZ Kai pimpin is pimpin the pimpin king pimpin of tsunami pimpin 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 once
2: again, so you gotta... It just makes sense.
0: It does.
2: <laughs> so, that's something to look forward to in August. That's the August, August 1st. Yes? I believe that was...
0: Um, August 1st is what they said, so... Yeah. Um, so, August 1st is the
2: week Kill a Kill ends
0: so we'll probably actually oh uh, we might we probably will get a double thing then dragon Ball Z and um a uh, promo for akami got kill
2: yeah oh yeah they would have to play a promo for akami <laughs> that night yeah mm, should be a good night of tsunami <laughs> All right. Well, we have already recorded for a while, so I'm going to go ahead and save these emails that I have on deck for another podcast and we've, uh, we've shared all of the particularly relevant news between our conversation about their panel earlier and bringing up the uh, the preview for Resurrection F. So, that's that takes care of that. And that means it's about time to get out of here. Yay! Yes. I'm going to go ahead and so read let's... this real fast
0: since okay. you're still barely with us, Paul. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm still... Shut up. I'm going to read this. <laughs> I will be quick. Don't worry. That's just what like she it. said. Anyways, uh, email us, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. We don't need to explain it. You should know it by now. Uh, Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can follow us on our main feed, which is SoundCloud.com slash Podcast. Again, just briefly, you can like us there. You can follow us there. We would like you guys to follow us there. We're still waiting to get to 200 followers. We'd like to get over that. Um, You can comment on the podcast there as you're listening, which I would love to hear live feedback while you guys are listening to the podcast. And you can also download from there as well. So if you don't want to if you don't have any other services, you can do that. You can like us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash faithful podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tsunami podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr, tunamifaithfulofficial.tumbler.com. And as always, if you've missed an episode, you can go to podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the episodes, including the exclusives as well. And um, you guys already know about our Patreon if you guys want to help donate and help us out it's patreoncom podcast. patreon is spelled p a t r e o n so it is time to get out of here do list where can i find you sir
3: you can find me on twitter at heartofsword75 Check my YouTube channel for rare Toonami tracks and promos at youtube.com slash DuelistG. And feel free to an- ask me any questions on ask.fm at ask.fm slash heartofsword75.
1: Terrell, where can they find you besides the bar? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. I also have an Ask, that's Ukami, Ask FM, slash whatever it is. I, I always screw it up, so. <laughs> 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 which I love doing anyway. And yes. if you want to email me, you can do that, derailmadox at TsunamiPaper.com. Bring it on, bitches.
0: Sketch, where can they find you, sir?
2: You can find me on Twitter, at Sketch1984. You can tumble with me, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm, backslash, sketch nineteen eighty four. And if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can send those to sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at com. And Paul, where can they find you?
0: Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Piscrillo. You can find me on Instagram. at Instagram.com slash Paul And you can also ask me questions. at ask.fm slash Paul Ask me whatever you want. Just realize that if you're a dick, I will not answer your question. So... That is it. Well guys, thank you again for listening to the Chronomir Faithful podcast. We certainly hope that you guys enjoyed us. Please continue listening and please just keep letting us give it, giving us your feedback and letting us know what you guys would like to see. And if you want a future guest, let us know that as well. Speaking so of our-
2: guests, we won't necessarily reveal who, but we've got a couple coming
0: up. Oh yeah, baby. Jesus Christ. That's it for this week's podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces! And kisses!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can't do shit to me this time, (laughs) Jim.